to a brief chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Monday. It's the 11th day of May 2020. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm super excited about today's show. About uh, about a year ago and a, a year and a few weeks ago, in our living room in our former home in State College, Pennsylvania, we had a nice gathering of our friends to listen to music by Tough Old Bird, a fabulous touring duo out of upstate New York, uh, comprised of Matthew and Nathan Corrigan, who are both here with me on the show now. Guys, it's great to have you. Thanks for being here. Uh, Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Now, you guys are a very hardworking touring band. You're out on the road a lot, and obviously no one's out on the road doing anything these days. And so I guess we'll start in the most obvious place, which is you know, how, how have things been for you since lockdown? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely left us on some pretty, uh, unsteady ground. I guess we're just trying to figure out, uh, where we go and what things are going to look like. We just don't know, but we've, we've been holed up, uh, in our attic, kind of working on a lot of new songs and that kind of thing, just sort of playing it by ear day to day. Part of what you have been doing as a result is uh, producing the isolation tapes. Will you talk about that a little, the idea for that? Yeah, absolutely. I guess about a month and a half ago, I bought a cassette recorder on eBay because uh, I was getting antsy and bored being quarantined at home and I was filling my time buying stuff on <laughs> eBay. And uh, so I bought this with the idea of like recording something on it. And I've always been a big fan of field recordings of folk musicians and albums that are recorded really lo-fi. And so I thought it'd be a good idea for us um, just to kind of get ideas out on these, you know, really minimal recordings of us just playing live. Yeah, it's just a good way for us to try out new songs and then find a way to release old songs that never found their home anywhere on other albums. It's been a way for us to sort of fill our time and work on things, but also have something new to put out and kind of remind people that we still exist <laughs> when we're not able to get on the, on the right. road the, the way we normally would. Will you talk about uh, how the band formed? I mean, uh, people probably can intuit from uh, your last names that, and actually this was a question I asked myself, that you're either married or brothers. And as it turns out, when well, I found out when I met you that you're brothers. So th- there's one obvious way in which we can gather that you met, but can you talk about how you decided to start making music together? How did we decide? I feel like we both just sort of independently decided that we wanted to play music and then realized that we should probably do it together since we we are conveniently related. <laughs> yeah, and then we started just learning covers, doing open mics. Neither of us had ever performed before in any other way, uh, really. So we kind of had to figure out how to do that. And then eventually we started writing our own material and we just decided that at a certain point we were going to pursue it as a real goal um, to have this be our livelihood. And yeah, it's just um, we haven't really stopped since. And in the seven years since you kind of officially started doing what you're doing, you've put out five records, three full-length albums, two EPs, and um, now also, you know, this uh, the isolation tapes. And I think it's my understanding that there's more to come soon. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. I mean, the songs, a lot of the songs that we're sort of demoing uh, and putting out little by little as the isolation tapes, some of them could end up, you know, being the seeds of a new record that we start working on sometime soon. Uh, we hope, at least we hope that's the way it works out. Uh, 
Yeah. The most recent full length uh, was uh, last summer's The Old Great Lakes. Um, tell me about that album, which is fabulous, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, that album was one that we had been conceiving of for quite a while. Uh, even some of those songs dated back a few records ago and that we had kind of tucked away as being thematically cohesive with each other and not really matching what we had put out up until that point. Um, yeah, I think a lot of our previous songs had been more uh, like in sort of a folk uh, country or, you know, I, I don't know if I would say country. Rural. Rural rural vein, but we had a bunch of songs sort of building up that were took place in more of a darker sort of Rust Belt environment and were a little bit less... I mean, they're still. I still think of them as folk songs, but less outwardly folky than a lot of what we had done before that. And they felt like they all sort of belong together on this one record. I mean, and there's certainly a big part of the folk tradition. I mean, I, I know often we tend to think of the folk tradition in this country as like having Southern roots, for example. But I mean, certainly there's a big part of that kind of like Rust Belt or Northern industrial part that you know, that played a pretty big role in the folk scene, you know, from like the 30s on. I mean, it feels like that this stuff slots in pretty perfectly to kind of the history of this music while, you know, still being about the present. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would hope so. You're both younger than I am and, uh, you know, not necessarily of a generation that is part of this old folk scene. How did you guys get interested in that music? Was it something that you picked up from your folks or how did you get exposed to it? Hmm. It's a really kind of complicated web of events, I feel like. Uh, so I'm trying to think of like the the, the starting point. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think Bob Dylan was kind of the, the gateway drug for me for getting into folk music, because you can sort of access a lot of things through him. Like he's influenced just about everybody who came after and, and was influenced by all of these people who came before. So that was definitely a big, you know, a, a great starting point, I think, for both of us. Although... I, I we were talking about recently John Prine passed away not too long ago and he was someone who our, we were both remember growing up our parents had his cassette of Prime Prine yeah that I think... we listened to in our car growing up and I looking back we think oh that might have been really our introduction to folk music yeah I almost think that he's like the first singer songwriter that I had ever heard because our parents played a lot of the Beatles and uh, like seventies and eighties bands mostly and i never really listened to like a singer songwriter folk musician until john prine um, but certainly bob dylan opened up the the historical aspect of folk music to us i think uh and then in from him we just kind of went in either direction to the past and toward the present and kind of it's just kind of a rabbit hole to go down i feel like the music that you make and I don't want to either make light of our current situation or belabor some sort of uh, non-existent association here, but I do feel like the sound of Tough Old Bird and the kind of music that you make is maybe particularly appropriate for the time we're in now. I mean, a time when it just feels like people are you know, kind of reaching back to these ideas of community and connection and where, you know, a lot of stuff is happening. I mean, if you go on Instagram nowadays, you know, every musician that you follow is doing currently doing a live session as we speak. And um, it just it feels like there's a lot of this kind of like small stripped down performance happening and which is a place you were already in. I mean, it seems like you're kind of well 
well positioned, so to speak, to to speak to the moment that we're at now. Feel free to disagree with that, but that's kind of my impression of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I that makes perfect sense to me. Playing in our attic on acoustic guitars was a pretty smooth transition for us. <laughs> required no shedding of technology to get to uh get to where the isolation tapes are at right now (laughs) we were made for these times (laughs) had to had to drop the rotating drum set and the pyrotechnics but other than that it was pretty simple right so um you have been uh extremely kind enough to make an exclusive recording for uh a brief chat will you tell me about the song that we're about to hear yeah, this is a song. Uh, it's called Fossils. It's a it's a newer song that we uh, wrote uh, sometime last year, and have been have been playing around with a lot recently. We it was the first song that we put out as one of the isolation tapes, and uh, we uh, have a, a new version of it for you here today. I've been talking with Matthew and Nathan Corrigan. They are collectively Tough Old Bird. Uh, you can look in the show notes for links uh, to their music and social media. They're at tougholdbirdmusic.com. Uh, they've got a bunch of records you can buy, and I highly encourage you to do that. And then at some point, we all hope uh, they'll be able to be back on the road and uh, in clubs and living rooms around the country. Uh, guys, it's uh, been great to talk to both of you. I'm happy to see that, you know, despite the times that we're living in, you're you're still making art and putting it out there for all of us. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. Blackberries in August Apples in September I can't believe I found you The moonlight wrapped around you Someday we'll be forgotten The woods took back the garden Someday we'll be fossils And when they find our bones They won't know Brook trout in springtime Oh, no.